Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. Hey, everybody out there. Welcome back to the show. As always, I am very excited because today we have another really amazing guest on. Her name is Colleen Biggs, and she is a business peak performance coach and business consultant who has been in the industry for over 20 years. Colleen, it's amazing to have you on today. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Chris. Thanks. I am super excited to be here. Yours was one of the podcasts that I'm on this first quarter that I was excited and looking forward to because I read all of your stuff and I love your authenticity and everything about you. Thank you so much. And we're really excited to have you on as well. I know, especially with all your experience, you're going to have a lot of great wisdom for our audience out there. A lot of wonderful gems and probably some different wins and challenges that they can really relate with. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit more about who you are, what you do, who you help and all that great stuff. Great. Thank you so much. I started back really in 2002 when I joined a company called the Little Gym International and I fell in love with the founder's vision. So I think it's important for us, one, to fall in love with the passion of what we're doing. And at that time, it was the vision of the owner of the company. So we can love our jobs, right? In corporate America, we don't have to be entrepreneurs to be in love with what we do. And I was really excited to be able to come onto that team because his vision was really providing a nurturing and safe area for young children, four months to 12 years of age, to be able to fail, to be able to recognize wins, to be able to listen, to be able to know and understand their spatial awareness. It was all about these cognitive skills that they needed to learn. But during that time, they gained this self-confidence and self-esteem. I feel like it was a little mini baby business school that I feel like a lot of adults need to go through. And I share that because I fell into business consulting during my time with this corporation and really loved working with individual owners. And what I found out what made them so unique was what each one of them brought to the table, their knowledge, their skills, their experience, their background. Every single person listening today, that's what you bring to the table that's different than someone else. So that's the focus, right? For why you are different and why you can do it different than someone else, right? Chris, has a podcast. I have a podcast, but I look at his podcast and he does his podcast different than mine. So he's going to attract a different audience than I'm going to attract. That's what makes us different. And it makes us able to work together and leverage and assist each other rather than compete with each other. So I dropped out of corporate America retired, said kiss corporate goodbye, left that in 2019, started a community, started a live radio show. I had no idea how to do any of that, by the way. I just said I was a business consultant for 20 years, working and launching over 300 businesses. That was my skill set. So being a podcast host, I had no idea what to do, but I learned, right? Everything's figureoutable. I had no idea 
how I was going to figure out how to run a community, but I knew this. I already knew that I had a passion for the last 20 years of bringing these children together in the safe and nurturing environment. Why couldn't I do that for women? Why couldn't I bring them together in the safe and nurturing environment? where now they have the opportunity to grow their business together, collaborate together, network together, support each other, open up doors for opportunity for one another. And at the same breath, they could get visibility. So I created this community where they were able to be on platforms to get interviews, live interviews on LinkedIn, live interviews on YouTube. They're able to teach masterclasses. They're in the spotlight on newsletters, social media, blogs, everything we do in our community spotlights the business owner. And that's important because if any of you have ever opened a business, it's not, I build it and there's the website and everyone just comes and starts buying products and services. It doesn't work that way. You have to tell everyone about you and not be the world's best kept secret. So really that's what I do. I take women that are the world's best kept secret and I get them out there so they can be seen, they can be heard, and they can be visible. I love that. I don't know if you are familiar with or listen to Grant Cardone at all, but one of the things <laughs> that he talks about is that it's the problem that you have is not that you're not doing sales. It's not that your product isn't great. The problem is that nobody knows who you are. And if you're not constantly out there telling people who you are and what your business is, somebody else is out there and they're going to get the business. That's right. And it's how I teach all of my clients to get the visibility and the success. I attract my clients. That's why I wrote a book. I wrote a book that's called Step Into the Spotlight to expand your influence to attract the right clients because no one wants to attract the wrong clients. You want to attract the right clients. So like you, Chris, and why I love the way that you write is because you write the way you speak. So when you are authentic in the way that you write and the way that you speak, you're going to attract specific people to you based on that. If I'm out there talking about entrepreneurs and females and growing businesses, I'm not going to attract the male who's in corporate America. It's just not going to happen. So you're right. Grant Cardone, one of my favorites, he is all to the throttle all the time. And he's right. It's not only who you know, what you know, but it's about who knows you. And that's the magic factor right there. Yeah, absolutely. People don't go to the McDonald's because they have the best hamburger. There are a million different restaurants who make better hamburgers, but everybody knows McDonald's. They know what they're going to get. And even though the quality isn't great, it's the knowledge of who they are and the consistency that kind of bring people back. Now, I wanted to touch back on something you said a little bit earlier, because most entrepreneurs don't start out doing businesses their whole life and are always in business. They usually have a job and then they decide they want to do their own thing. I feel like a lot of people get caught up because they're like, okay, I don't know how to do this. You didn't know how to podcast. You hadn't ever started a community before. So these are like new challenges that can be scary. But at the same time, you had a skill set that you could lean on, which even though it was something new that you hadn't tried, but you can go back and say, I already know how to do this th these things. I just apply it to that. So could you touch on that a little bit more for us? Yes, Chris. Okay. So I'm just going to be very vulnerable with everyone. I have the best gift of gab. I'm just going to go for it. In sixth grade, I was in detention every single day because I talked too much and there were too many check marks by my name. And I thought, why is this person trying to shut me up? I don't understand why I don't have the freedom to be able to speak. Little did I know that I was going to go on to be a leader of a community, to be able to speak on a podcast that reaches millions of people and to speak on keynote stages where I'm reaching thousands of people. I had no idea that's what God was preparing me for, but I leaned on, I knew this, 
I loved being around people and I knew that I could speak, that I could talk, right? And so if I knew that, what I did is I just started listening to podcasts. I'd really never been into podcasts up to that point other than what you hear on the radio, live radio shows that you hear driving to and from work. So I started listening to them. And I will tell you what, Chris, there are a lot of not so good podcasts out there to the point where I was like, I think I'd rather put a fork in my eye than listen to this podcast right now. So I thought, oh, I can do better. I know I can do this. I started reading all about what questions never to ask a guest, how you're supposed to help your guests feel. How do you prepare your guests? If we go back and look at my very first radio show I ever did, I probably said the word um 50 million times because it's a filler word. So I went on to create a video to say, here, how, here's how to be an expert speaker and to avoid filler words. And then I walked people through it. Like you said, leaning on your skill sets. If you are a numbers person, I love numbers, love numbers. That can be something that's very useful for you as an entrepreneur, because we have to know our numbers in business. And it's very simple. I remember I used to do these large lease negotiations for commercial real estate. And some people would think, oh my gosh, that's super scary. It really isn't. It comes down to the numbers. You work out the black and white numbers. If they're going to give you a 10-year lease and this many dollars of improvement and you have to pay it back at this rate or a 15-year lease and then their improvement numbers go up and you have to pay it at this rate, you just do the numbers and it clearly has a path that says this is the better deal. But most people get caught up in the, oh, I can't really tell. And they're giving me more money here. But actually, you don't need that money now. You need that money later. So when you work out the numbers, it works and it shows a pattern. So we all have to know numbers. If you're a numbers person, use that to your advantage in anything you're doing, whether it be production, whether it be ROI, whether it be your own bookkeeping. So I love that you said rely on what we already knew. I knew that I could talk. I knew that I could make people feel comfortable in my presence. So I knew I had that already going for me. Then I just had to figure out the other logistics. And every single thing out there is figureoutable. But don't try to do it on your own. I always say, get other people involved with you. So I started talking to other podcasters. Hey, how do you run your podcast? I would get on other podcasts. I would listen to other podcasts. I started really talking to other people to figure out how to do it because why spend this time trying to figure it all out by myself instead of employing other people to help me out? And then now I can move much quicker in my journey. So that's important too. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much the whole reason I think that coaching exists and is valuable along with mentorships, masterminds, courses, even books people have written because they can take knowledge that they've garnered through 20, 30, 40 years of hard won, hard fought experience and distill it down into this little crystallized version and save you the 10 or 20 years of making the mistakes yourself. Yeah, I want to ask any parent out there, would you ever have dropped off your child at football, basketball, t-ball, soccer, gymnastics, dance, any of those without a coach there? Not one of them would have. I wouldn't have. Right. Never. So we look at the guidance that coach gives, right? We look at 
that coach isn't necessarily teaching your child how to play the sport from beginning to end. They're helping them hone their skills. They're guiding them. They're showing them. They're coaching them through the process. That doesn't mean that your child's going to come out of there being like a baseball player or play in the NFL. It just means that you now have the skills and now you can do what you want with those to be able to hone those to really become as financially free as you really want to be, Chris. There's an unlimited amount of money out there that any person can tap into. Most people don't understand it or know how to do it, but it's there. I think that it's just a lot of heavy conditioning for people. Most people have been taught and have examples around them of how there isn't enough to go around and how it's always a constant struggle. And when that's hardwired into your nervous system, that can definitely be a challenging thing to overcome. Yeah. I think every single one of us that I can, that I've ever come across, especially my age range and my demographic, let's just remind everyone, I have seven kids and 12 grandkids. So it tells you what my demographic is of how old I am. And I'm also a female. So I've been through a lot of challenges as a female in corporate America with males and all of that. But I'll tell you this, every single one of us were taught it's hard. You have to work hard. And money doesn't grow on trees. And I could go on and on about all the farces that we were told when we were younger. It's very easy to tap into. All you have to do is decide in your mind. I don't want to have those beliefs anymore. To be successful, I have to know that I can do it. I have to believe that it's possible. I have to know that the minute I get into action, the universe is going to have a reaction and it's going to start drawing everything to me. And I'm telling you, these miracles happen every single day in our lives. There hasn't been one day that I haven't been supported in what I'm supposed to be doing. And we have these tiny, minute little brains to try and figure out this big unfolding plan but the plan is in motion. And all you have to do is take the first step. You can't sit and manifest that next new car in your driveway. It doesn't work that way. You just can't sit and meditate it out in your office. But if you start taking actions in the right directions, then the doors and the paths will just start aligning for you. I've seen it in my life a thousand times over. I literally just got a car less than a month ago. It was on my vision board from December the exact same color, the exact same color inside. And the guy at the dealership said, I don't even know how you got this car. This car should have been out of here three weeks ago. We had so many people look at it and then canceled appointments. They promised they were coming back the next day. He said, you are the luckiest person that you got this car. I said, no, I'm not lucky. It was just here waiting for me. I was supposed to be the one to get this car. So we just have to believe that it's possible, right? You just got to yeah. believe. Absolutely. And what's meant for you will always be meant for you. And you can certainly repel it and keep it at a distance and make it take a lot longer if you can't align to it. And if you're of two minds, if you can believe one thing and say all the affirmations you want. But if inside you feel the opposite, then you're sending out like a muddied signal to the universe. And it's very challenging to get the right kind of response to that. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because in regards to money, since being financially free is a lot of what you talk about here on your podcast, I always have my clients go through an exercise where I say, write a letter to money. If you were to write, dear money, what would you write to money? What does that look like? And I would love for all of your listeners to do that and write it down and then reread your relationship with money. Is it a scarcity mindset? Is it an abundance mindset? Are you scared that the money you're going to get is going to go away so fast so you hold on to all of it? Or do you 
feel like money is free flowing. So when you get the money, are you out there saying how much you appreciate that what money brings for you? And there's always an abundant amount of money that comes to you. So you're never worried and you just enjoy what money brings you and how you can use money to enrich the lives of others. What does that letter look like when you write the letter? And that will tell you a lot of what your money beliefs are. And uh, it takes a while to undo some of that old hardcore conditioning like you talked about and programming that we've had since we were younger. But when you get there and you realize how possible it is, unstoppable, totally. Yeah. And I love that exercise. I'm going to sit down later and write a letter to money myself because just hearing you suggest that 30 things raced through my mind. I was like, wow, that's going to be a powerful exercise. So definitely thanks for that tip. Now, at the same time, no matter how much you learn and how abundant you feel and how far along in the path you go, there's always more steps. So even the most financially astute people still face different kind of financial roadblocks. So what is maybe like the biggest financial roadblock in your business right now or one that you've dealt with recently? So I did have a financial roadblock that came up for me. I originally was built my community with a partner and that partner and I had a falling out. We couldn't agree on what we were going to do with the business, the exit strategies. So I stepped down as a managing member. And then just abruptly one day I woke up and it was all gone. Bank account, website. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So I had two choices in that moment. I could stop and crumble and walk away and say, I'm done. I can't, I can't rebuild again. Or I could stand up and say, you know what? I'm rebuilding this because there are so many women out there that need this support and I'm doing it for them. And so financially, that was a huge hurdle for me to get over because I then needed to put all of my money in, no matter how I borrowed it, what I, and here's the crazy thing, Chris, I will share with you. When that happened, I started getting all these notices I did not apply for anything. I started getting all these notices in my inbox. You're pre-approved for a PayPal loan. You're pre-approved for a QuickBooks loan. You're pre-approved for this credit card. I'm like, I've never seen those before. Before you know it, all this money just lined up that I needed to put in to rebuild what I had lost. And I started rebuilding. And I'm so glad I did because no matter what we believe, as far as life is happening to us. In that moment, there was a moment, I'm not going to lie. I was in a pity party moment when life was happening to me. But here's the difference. I never sent out invitations to the party. Don't send out invitations to the party ever. Stay in it for as long as you need to. Do your thing. Work your way through it. Grieve what you needed to grieve. And Chris, that was the biggest thing for me. I had put blood, sweat, tears, time, energy, money into that business. I had to grieve that out. That was a lot of work. And I had to let that go. And I had to move on and create another community that worked for me. And ever since I did that, everything just started aligning. The money came that I had to borrow to build. And I did it. And I was able to make money in the business. I was able to align all of my branding now under one umbrella that made it easier for me to do business, easier for people to recognize who I was, what I stood for, what I did. There was no confusion anymore between Colleen does this over here, but she runs this community over here. And it made it better for my business 
which gave me, again, greater visibility, which again gave me more consistency in my branding. So that had to have happened for me to be where I am today, but I didn't see it coming. And it certainly wasn't great when I was in the middle of it. But again, we see miracles how we want to see miracles. And for me, I've had some crazy stuff happen where my husband needed a new truck for his business. And before you know it, I get some pre-approval from the credit union. You're pre-approved to buy a new auto. I'm like, why would I be pre-approved to buy a new auto? Like we own our own vehicles. We don't get loans for autos. And then I was like, what the heck? He needs a new truck. They contacted me and said, oh, you're lucky. We waived everything. You don't have to show your financials, nothing. We're just giving you the money. What? So all of this crazy stuff happens for me right at the time in my life, because like you said, I believe and I work on that belief every day. I read money books. I do tapping. I read, take money master classes. I surround myself with people that have the same belief in money that I do. You have to keep your mind strong and your belief strong about money when you are going through a business. I've seen my clients go from, oh, I'm having the worst month. I think I'm gonna quit doing this. I suck, blah, blah, blah. To, oh my gosh, I just got three clients. I'm the best thing ever. And my life is great. And how money can shift this this feeling and these attitudes, and it has that much control over you, feel consistent about money. Just feel consistent about it and know if it leaves, it's just going to come back in droves again. And that's just some of the practices that I do. That's a really powerful story. I appreciate you sharing that with us. So many people just are they would quit in that sort of situation, right? Because it's too much. It's too overwhelming. They look at all the time they put in and they're like, you know what? I guess I'm not meant to do it. But you had that belief and that vision and it was because you wanted to help other people. And when we're doing work for other people, especially, then it's real easy for the money to show up because it's not about us. It's about helping others, which depending on how you look at it is what money is actually for. Yeah. And, and Grant Cardone does the same thing. Yeah. He gets to enjoy the luxuries that money brings you. So never feel selfish or guilty about that because with more money, we can do greater things. But think of all the companies out there that have purchased his products and they are, their salesmen are like top-notch salesmen now. And those companies are making more money and providing more jobs and more opportunities and families are able to have better Christmases. I could go on and on with the ripple effect. So that's a tough one. And we should probably address that real quick. If you want about money, a lot of people will say, I want a million dollars or I want $500,000. When I ask them why they immediately go to, it's not selfishly because I want it for myself. It's why couldn't it be because you want the money for yourself. When I have more money, I become a better version of myself. I can do more. I can make a greater impact. And I tell you what, I can donate and help charities so much more today than I ever could before. And I just think we miss that piece that it's okay to want a lot of money, but most people are walking around with a little Dixie cup like this, Chris, and that's their belief on money. And they're like, but what? it's raining money, but I can't catch any of it. You got to have a wheelbarrow. You got to have a belief that I have a trough and I am ready to catch all this money that is coming to me. But if our belief is this big, we're not going to receive the way that we should be receiving. That's why if we were to take all the wealth 
and distribute it amongst everyone, it would be right back in the hands of the top 3% within two years. Because anyone who has filed bankrupt and has been a millionaire or multi-billionaire and started over has rebuilt it right back up because it's their mindset on their belief and their ability to do it. So that's why people that win lotteries go back to being poor if they were poor when they bought the lottery ticket. They don't manage the money right because their mindset's not set that way with money. So that is an important piece to work on as a business owner is your relationship with money. You'll never be financially free without it ever. ever. Yeah. And that's such a great point. And that's why you were able to build back up from where you were, because mm -hmm. when you've done it before, you know, you can do it again. And although it may have sucked to wake up and your partner's gone and all the money's gone and everything you worked for, it seems like it's been destroyed. Like you said, it sucked in the moment, but in the long run, those things are almost always the most powerful and transformative for us because it causes us to look at the situation in a different way, to look at ourselves in a different way. And it really just makes us become more resilient. If you've never had to face any battles in life, the moment you have to, you're screwed because you don't have the fortitude, you don't have the strength, you don't have the experience to call on, and you're just going to fold. It sucks in the moment, but it makes us who we are. It is. And people are like, I'm so afraid to do this. What if I fail? Or what if I can't make enough money for my family? What if I can't pay my bills? And I'm like, we can what if this to death. So I even have my clients write down everything that could go right, write everything that could go wrong and they do and then the simple question i ask them is death anywhere on that list i'm like you can recover from everything else and they're like oh i didn't think about it that way so we have to be very careful with our words and our thinking i remember my husband when i met him 16 years ago he would say to me we can't afford that or i can't afford that or that costs too much money and every time he would say it it sounded so weird to me and i would say maybe you can't afford it but i can afford it because I can afford anything I want. It doesn't have to be right now, doesn't have to be tomorrow, but if I want something, I can afford it. Chris, if your hot water heater broke today and you walked out and all four tires were flat and your car engine stopped working, you would figure out how to afford a new hot water heater, a new engine, or a new car, or new tires. But so many people say, I can't, I don't have the money. It's not the truth. You can do it and you will and we always do yeah yeah it's about being resourceful it's not about having the money yourself it's about having the resources to figure out how to get the money now i want to touch on colleen financial freedom i know you brought in the conversation a little bit but for you specifically and like dollar amount aside because you can have all the money in the world and still not be free for you, what does financial freedom look like? If you are get to the point where you don't have to show up inside your business, if you don't want to, you've totally replaced everything you do, you have all the money you could ever ask for, and you can spend your time as you like, what are you going to do with your days? Yeah, so my husband and I are actually working toward financially freedom right now. I would say we are certainly financially independent. So I want to touch on those two things because I work with women to become financially independent, meaning they don't need to depend on another paycheck, any other money, whether it be alimony, child support, in a relationship, marriage, if a husband were to pass away, they don't need to depend on other money and they can financially be independent. 
So being proud of themselves, being proud of the businesses they build and being financially independent, different than financially free. My husband and I, have, we have Amazon stores that run. We have Shopify stores that run passive income. Those cost money, obviously investments. We have properties that we own that generate income. We also have our businesses. And when you have a business and you do a lot of coaching like I do, you've got to show up in your business. But when you run a membership, that money, you can have other people show up in the membership. You can have other people show up to run some of the events. So how are you creating a portfolio, I would ask, for individuals on how they're generating income in different areas and not putting all your eggs in one basket like your business? Because what happens tomorrow if you get hit and or something happens, you fall or you get a traumatic injury or a diagnosis and you're out? For six months. Is that all your income now just stops? That should never be the case. I am been financially independent for probably 30 years already, which feels really good. So I know I can help women build that. But the other piece of it of being financially free, it gives me the opportunity to know that I can spend my money to help individuals to make a greater impact, to donate. I really believe that when women have power, it's about impact change and who can I bring along with me. And every single time I, mine and my husband's income has increased, we've utilized that to buy another business with our kids. And now we're assisting them in becoming financially free. So we reinvest our money back into opportunities that help those around us that we love. I'm already doing what I love. I feel financially set and sound and my mind is my mindset is financially set and sound on money. So we travel, we do everything now as if we were financially free because you have to act that today to be that in the future, if that makes sense. It's the only way it gets delivered. So I have checks written on the wall of how much money that we're going to be generating this year. And I love it when my husband looks at me and he's like, how are we going to do that? I'm like, I don't know yet, but we're going to figure it out. And if we just believe in it, it will happen. And my vision boards are like that. And it does happen. We can make things happen hard or we can leverage the universe. We can leverage our faith. We can leverage all of that belief and life becomes a lot easier and you get to enjoy your business and you get to enjoy spending money and enjoy paying for bills. I love paying those bills. And when we feel that way about finances, that kind of creates this whole different wave of a movement for us individually as becoming financially free. Love it. And I also really appreciate you taking the time to delineate the difference between financial independence and financial freedom. Now, I know you said you're working from one to the other. What kind of is the gap for you that you're trying to bridge to get from the independence to the freedom part? Not having to show up in my business regularly because of the coaching, it's what I love to do. And so I show up in my business. Now I can show up in my business from a sailboat, done that before. I can show up from Mexico, from any state, like I've traveled all over the place and have showed up. So I, there really aren't any limitations there, but that gap is really, I have to show up. So if I chose not to show up, would the money still flow on a regular basis into our accounts to be able to create, still keep that lifestyle? And that's the gap right now is we still have to show up to produce most of that income. Yeah. 
like most business owners at this point. And yeah. really something that people overlook is when you talk about financial freedom, it really, a big part of it is that time freedom aspect. Because again, like I said, you can have all of the money, but if you're still chained to your business and you have to be there or it doesn't operate, you don't really have financial freedom. You just have a really high paying job. That's right. Awesome. Colleen, this has been really just an amazing conversation. You've shared so many gems for our listeners. I know they're going to get so much value out of this. Uh, really, thanks again for coming on. Now, for anybody who wants to find out more about what you do or be in touch, what's the best place for them to do that? So you can go to ColleenBiggs.net. I don't know who has .com because there is no other Colleen Biggs out there that I can find. I'll tell you, I worked really hard on my SEO and my visibility in the past six years. So all you have to do is look up Colleen Biggs and I'm like the first six pages of Google. You're not going to find any other Colleen Biggs out there. So I am easy to find. I am the girl that's kicking her way through life on my profile picture on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, on my website. You can go find me anywhere. And, and you'll be the one in class that won't be quiet. That's right. I never shut up, but that's awesome. a good thing. Yeah, especially with what you do and getting visibility for other business owners. Colleen, thanks again. It's been such a pleasure to have you on. And yeah, it's, it's been great. Thank you. Thanks. Absolutely. Now, if you're listening out there to this episode and you've enjoyed and haven't subscribed yet, we'd love for you to go ahead and do that. And if you can leave us a five-star review, we love that as well. That really helps us build and grow the show. And if you are a six-figure-plus online entrepreneur, just like our guest today, and would like to come on and share some of your wins and challenges and stories with our audience, we would love to consider you. So for that, go to pyfpodcast.com. That's the letters pyfpodcast.com. And we'd love to talk to you. All right, everybody. See you next time. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also gonna get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, 
you'll likely see some results. Or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.